Seven to Gate. This is episode 161. We are talking Stargate Atlantis. The Get in the Gate team is here. My name, Mitch. Joining me, Matty. Yow. And Brendan. Hey, mate. What's up, boys? How you all doing in uh, in ISO? Oh, just loving life. Yeah, yeah, loving life, living in Zoom land with bad audio. <laughs> <laughs> no one's uh, been injecting themselves with disinfectant to stay safe from the Rona? Not yet. Okay. Hasn't Not come yet. to that? Yeah. No. I mean... The wisest words we've heard so far during the uh, last four months of this pandemic. So, big shout out to our American listeners. Uh, hopefully, you're staying safe and uh, don't be injecting anything into your cells, despite yeah. what your esteemed leader may be telling you. Or yeah, drinking bleach, or not drinking bleach, yeah. uh, applying UV directly to your insides. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Just wonderful <laughs> yeah. advice. And in this year's election, America, vote for. <laughs> it doesn't matter if did the work. Best thing I did, I said, was get a roommate. I've got entertainment now. He had like a big, like, hardcore, like, breakup with his missus. Like, today. what? Well, he, like, he's a bit of goss. He broke up with her a while ago, but then she didn't get the idea. So, like, she's been here for the last, like, two and a half days, and he's like, please leave. And she's like, no. And she's like, why don't you love me? So there was this whole big thing today. So it was, oh, was fun. Wow. Yeah. What, would I, what would I be doing in ISO without that kind of entertainment? <laughs> so. be, be searching for it on some yeah. like Netflix reality show, you know? <laughs> yeah, Maddie Shaw or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too hot to handle this. <laughs> <laughs> we are up to episode five of season one of Atlanta's Suspicion. Tell the delay. Oh, one of my favorite Elvis songs, if I'm to be totally pretty honest. Good. Pretty good. It is pretty oh. good. Are there any bad ones? Uh, yes, yet to hear one. There are a lot of bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> there are. I'm one? a massive Elvis fan. I've got this the 30 number one hits album. Oof, and also, I've got the um, I've got the all the love songs. The love song ones are terrible. Oh. <laughs> it's like Return to Sender and this about the. Oh, uh, yeah, Return to Sender is not great. Um, oh, come on! I mean, may, maybe a product of its time, and it would have absolutely smashed it in the fifties and sixties. Sure. <laughs> um, Return maybe it could to be. You missed your call. Yeah. <laughs> you, you replied all. Something yeah. about replying mm. all, you know, and uh, you know, that, that, that's brought down many a great people. Yeah. Um, nah, good song. The yeah. King. Didn't watch my Insta feed. Yeah. <laughs> Controversial <laughs> for you two, though. Like, who's, who's got more, like, stinkers in their back catalogue? Elvis or Elton John? Uh, Elvis, oh. 100%. He, Elvis, he really? sung a million yeah. songs, mm. and a lot of them are bad. Mm. Speaking of, though, I mean, I know there's been a few, but where's, where's Elvis's version of, like, Rocket Man and... and um, Bohemian Rhapsody, like where's where's his yeah. like biopic? Oh, yeah, they've they've made a lot of like little ones, sort of like TV to, sort of movies. Mm. I mean, they're they're making that one on the Gold Coast at the moment before Tom Hanks got the Rona, but that's like a Baz Luhrmann one. I mean, who knows what that's going to turn yeah. out to be? That could be some like you know I feel like fantasy Joaquin trip. Phoenix would be a good fat Elvis, like like Elvis, like the week he died. Joaquin Phoenix wouldn't even need makeup for that. He could just walk straight into that role. Don't oh, forget man. though, the great Kurt Russell. In, yes, uh, Graceland. Oh, that's right. Uh, what about Colonel uh, O'Neill himself? Bringing it back to Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we were talking Stargate, so let's crack into the old uh, synopsis of Suspicion, see what it's like, and then we'll uh, you know just throw it out of the room, see what we thought. When the Atlantis team is ambushed by the Wraith on an off-world trip, Dr. Weir begins to suspect that one of the Athosians is actually a Wraith spy. Despite the disapproval of Taylor and Shepard, she confines the Athosians to a south side of Atlantis and interviews them. But when the interviews take an accusatory tone, growing tensions cause a mass exodus of Athosians from the city. Thank you for putting Athosians literally three times <laughs> yeah. in that short and did you say thank you so much for making sure the synopsis told us where, which section of Atlantis that they were <laughs> confined to. The, that, crucial, that crucial plot point. 
And I feel like this is more for Brendan than it is for Maddie. They gave the credit to Dr. Weir for suspecting that one of them was a right. rape spy. She got told that that shit was going on. That, yep. that She had to like be kind of convinced of that. Um, what are they going to put in though? Sergeant Bates thinks blah, blah, blah. People are going to be like, who the f*** is Sergeant Bates? <laughs> who that mother a uh, story by Carrie Glover, Danny's daughter, I believe. Never heard of that, that person. Oh, it could be a son. Who am I? I don't know. Carrie's well, a great man's name. And uh, directed by Mario as a party. We've heard of him before. Also, teleplay by Joe and Paul. Is this a yeah. uh, is this an Atlantis uh, debut for these blokes? Oh, I suppose it has to be. There's only been about four episodes, hasn't there? And they've all been okay. Brad, Brad and Robert ones prior to that. Well, Brendan, who the f*** do they think they are? It's their first Atlantis episode. And they go off world. A couple of times. Oh, like, yeah. Not only did they go off world, they actually left the base and found they explored and discovered mm. a new part of the Atlantis planet. Stuff actually happened. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it kind of the first, for me, it was like the whole first half was pretty bogus. It was just mm. weird being super annoying. And oh, then... come on, mate. <laughs> come on. And then Taylor going, don't you trust me? And we're like, No. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. And then Taylor's people are like, "Do you trust Weir?" And she, they're like, "She's like, yeah." And I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sense. think like I four think, weeks in, and they're all fucking love each other. I sense. think Taylor's trust of like Weir in particular in this one was very. It, it took me back to season one of SG One when Tilk's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm loyal to you guys now." Yeah. Because his plot. Yeah. Like yeah, his friend. There wasn't really much reason for for Taylor to like be that behind the the expedition as opposed to her own people yeah and at least with tilk even though that happened after like one episode essentially i really felt that life debt type thing that we've spoken about where he had this oh, like instant yeah. sort of like o'neill did something that he's never thought would be possible to be done and yeah. saves a lot of people in the process and took tilk in and was very quick to go and he's gonna join sg1 real quick like with taylor though i feel like she you know she already she played a little bit more of a role in the rescue of her own people and was sort of a bit more in the front foot about sort of stamping her place than what Tilk was Tilk was sort of being told what to do loyal but being told what to do a lot of the time so yeah I feel like the same as you guys it was a bit weird when like her own people like are you not coming she's like nah like these guys are heaps cooler than you so um enjoy making fire out there if you can find firewood i'm just going to be eating turkey sandwiches and watching football yeah. highlights for ages yeah and, and old mate old mate from the links like come on and she's like yeah. oh yeah he's like oh they're not the ancients bro she's yeah like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, a fun bit of trivia I had on the writers we spoke about, like Joe and Paul and the story idea by Kerry Glover. I dug into that. Uh, Kerry Glover, not their first foray into Stargate. Kerry Glover was the script supervisor on the much maligned Stargate Infinity cartoon. Oh, oh okay. So this could have been a little leftover plot point from Infinity that, you know, just popped it over to Atlantis. Went, there you go. Here's a bit of gold from my failed TV show. So was that pre-Atlantis, that, that series? Uh, yeah, 2001, wow. 2002, I want to say. Yeah, yeah wow. I don't, mm. I don't know if it would have... I don't know. For me, I never even knew of its existence until years later. Yeah, um, same. So it was kind of like... I don't, it probably didn't even air in Australia, to be honest. Nah. nah. So... For yeah, I was very SG One barely aired in Australia. <laughs> yeah. I still remember when they were playing season season eight on television, and I was waiting and waiting and waiting for Prometheus Unbound to come because I'd already read and I knew it was gonna like who was gonna appear, and I was like, I need, and they skipped it. Mm. <laughs> they didn't yeah. play it. They Channel just, Seven were good at that. Yeah, starting SG One on Sunday going. nights, and then next week on Wednesday, and the following week we're not showing it because the AFL Grand Finals on in two weeks. Yeah, and they just skipped the episode <laughs> rather, than, rather than hitting pause and playing the yeah. episode. They were supposed to play, nah, we'll just skip that one. Yeah. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm I had like, to wait for that one to come out on DVD before I could see it. I feel like sometimes the DVD, like at least now there's a bit more synced up where, you know, if you've got the DVD rights or the DVD release, then the, the production company, the studio or the distributor or whoever won't let you know uh, a particular streaming service like air it or, or or anything like that whereas back then i feel mm. like channel 7 had the rights and held on to it for so long that whoever was producing the dvds and distributing them in australia was just like 
this, like put season out the box set out at easydvd.com.au and Channel 7 were like four episodes into it. And all of a sudden we could just go and buy a box set, which we yeah. absolutely did. Those big bulky ones I love and take it home and watch it 16 weeks in advance of, um, of free-to-air TV. God, oh, you kids yeah. today are so fucking lucky. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, having to set the VCR and record for like 11.30 yeah. on a Thursday night to catch it. Yeah. 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 Get, get, the, get the top end of, the back end of Blue Healers before it starts or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Season 11 of Blue Healers. No one watched it. It's hilarious. Oh, small towns. Oh, so mate, as soon gone. as Maggie died, go home. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, even, don't even come to work, PJ. Jay, whatever your name is. <laughs> Oh, I feel like if I'd thrown those names out, I would have got shit hung all over me. But you've thrown it, everyone's just like, oh, oh, oh he knows them. No, I would have everyone, everyone loves Blue Healers. Yeah. I don't think I've ever saw a full episode of Blue Healers. Oh, so God, good. I loved it. The first note that I wrote down about this episode, um, it was one of those notes where midway through writing it, the show kind of like made a point out of it because I started writing down why do any team that we've ever seen in either SG1 or now Atlantis. They like they buzz through before the shields of or the or the um, Iris is brought down, saying we're taking heavy fire. We need to get through right now. They open it up. You see the blast coming through the event horizon. Our team comes through and just kind of stops running and turns around and stands there and turn and looks it back through, yeah. <laughs> as if waiting for something else to happen. I'm like, why do none of you run through and jump to the side or hit the deck? Yeah. And so I'm writing this down and then McKay just gets like aced in the face or <laughs> yeah. the shoulder or wherever it was. And I'm like, yeah, right God, like how, how did, like, how did none of you, I don't know how that's not a thing. Like hit like as some kind of like military move, like or part of the Air Force now, it's just like get through the wormhole and just go to the right or the left, whatever yeah. you run through yeah. as, take an immediate right angle. You know, not like, even that. Did, it's like the guards who are waiting there. They're like, we're taking fire yeah. and they're just standing directly in front of the gate. Yeah. Only a couple of guys to the side, and they have to dive yeah. out of the way. Obviously, yeah. well, it it does show even by accident, Wraith are better shots than Jafar. Like yes. a Jafar yeah. can't even by accident shoot someone in the face. <laughs> hmm. no, Whereas funny. you know the Wraith got pretty lucky in this time. My first note, Mitch, was so far so boring. I don't know why. I just found that, <laughs> apart from Rodney getting copping it in the face, it was just like a lot of meetings and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, what else? I think and the like, interesting part was that they found out that the, the jumper bay roof retracted. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, sick. That was, fun. that was fun. But then, like, who do, we, who do we give the award to for biggest douche? Kavanaugh from a couple of weeks ago or Bates from, from, from now? Like, who was a bigger douche? Pretty I equal. Say Bates. Is he the bloke that we were just introduced to in this episode? It was sort of yeah, leading the, the charge guy. of the investigation. Yeah, no, it's That's why I named him. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Head of security. Mm. You're a sergeant, mate. Relax. Walter outranks you. Just relax. <laughs> so we haven't seen him before. No, no. Good because I had episode. Okay, good because I had no okay. memory of him, and I know that we're on the. Oh, other side actually, of the... sorry. I tell a yeah. lie. He might have been in the pilot as um, Sumner's like little side bitch. Yeah, right, I think okay. that's the one. Yeah, because that's where it came up again. He said to Shepard, "If if Colonel Sumner's here, and he's like, he's not." Yeah, okay, um, right. Yeah. Still holding on to it. You're like, all uh, right. Yeah. Oh, no, I just, I know they're on the other side, like in a completely different galaxy, and like they've got no one but themselves or each other. But I think in any, if this was SG1 or in any other show where it's like the threat, there's someone as a threat, it must be one of these other strangers we've brought in. And yeah. then you get, you get, they, they clear those strangers. Oh, well, who could it be? It can't, it can't be one of us. Like everyone from the get go, wrote off anyone from the Atlantis team from Earth mm. as being a traitor. Like, it, it couldn't be one of us, obviously, so it must be an Athosian. What else? It couldn't be, it, it couldn't be us. It's got to be something else. And when they cleared everything else, they still didn't bring up the, the, the possibility that it could have been one of their own, which is good. They trust each other and there's no reason for it to be. But the fact that we were only, for me anyway, I was thinking we were introduced to Bates in this episode and he was the one leading the charge going, it must be her, it must be them, it must be him. It could mm. be anyone. It can't definitely be any one of us. Obviously, he would be the one to be the guilty party in the end if this was any other show, I feel. So yeah, I was kind of glad that fun. it was like, it would, he was, like they said, he was right. Like it, it wasn't her fault, but it was still Taylor's doing. But 
she had no knowledge of. Like, yeah, it she didn't realise it was her. Yeah, so I actually liked that little turn. And then, like you said, Maddie, last week, that that kind of goes back to answer my question from the the pilot uh, double up, where it's like, what the the, the the what are the chances that the very time that our team goes to Atlantis and they the first planet they dial and they go to Taylor's planet and uh, to where the rest of the Athosians are, and that just happens to be the time the Wraith attack for the first time in a generation or something, and yeah. now this bloody necklace like back paddles and tell like, explains that away and also explains why uh, this episode exists so yeah i i don't know i kind of i kind of like that it didn't go where i thought it was going to go i didn't think it'd be something so insignificant like that and that there was no guilty party so yeah, i liked mm. it yeah and the, the way that they were able to make sure that like you clearly see taylor was still wearing it it wasn't like yes. waiting so i like that they set it up and waited this long to actually then pay it yeah, off and i feel like i was saying to maddie before we started recording i feel like it was my my bad in the pilot because I'm. I think I mentioned that it. I'm like, wasn't it her necklace or something that made them? And I was kind of like, it was a retcon that I forgot that wasn't in, oh, shit. in the same sequence. So, yeah, we kind of in in hindsight when you think back to the pilot, that's why that's why the wraith came was because yeah. um, old mate gave her the necklace. Yeah, yeah, like John John activated it by picking it up. Yeah, using his ancient that, gene. Yeah, yeah, that, that was cool kicked yeah. off the signal i mean the wraith re- replied really really quickly like they fucking yeah. Yeah. were on top of it obviously out guess, for a snack i guess like what they said in this episode like you know it's it wasn't just a tracker tracking the human colonies it was it was ancient detector so they were like yeah. holy fuck there's an ancient so they i guess that's why they were so quick to i really yeah i really yeah. would like to see it from the wraith's point of view in that in that instance mm, oh, that'd shit. be good it's like this two hungover race just haven't eaten for ages. <laughs> and I could do with some Athosian. Shut up, dude. Don't even talk about that. And then they get an alert on the computer. It's like, do 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 Holy shit. All right. My treat. And then just go out. Take my dart, bro. Actually, saying, <laughs> on saying that, there is um, just banging a couple of darts, mate. There's an obvious yeah. race for you. That actually, you just saying that made me think now, I, I never realized I, I always wanted a scene of like two wraith being like, do you think like, you know, an Athosian tastes different to like a Janai? Like, do you think, yeah. you know, wraith have a preference? Yeah, Janai tastes like broccoli because it's shit. Mm. <laughs> and Athosians are like fried chicken, you know? Yeah. yeah. That I mean, they're, they're, so, they're so greasy and like dirty and stuff. So <laughs> it makes sense that, you know. Get off our fucking, get off Atlantis. Well, see, and that's what they do in this episode. They manage to find a way to get rid of the Athosians mm. without it's really. putting them on another planet. They're like, yeah. oh, it turns out yeah. our planet's got land on it. Let's throw them over there. It's like Brad Wright and Cooper have just gone, you know what? The Athosians are probably a bad move in the pilot. How can we get rid of them? <laughs> yeah. In one <laughs> swift, in one foul swoop. <laughs> this one, I found this kind of, speaking of the accusatory questioning, Mitch, I found this scene quite interesting. Uh, this is, Weir's interview. She's and again annoying. Uh, send it whoever's coming next. Whoever's coming in next, just send him in. <laughs> send it in whoever's next, please. Taylor, I wasn't expecting you. I was surprised to be left off your list. I didn't feel it was necessary in your case. On the contrary, you should have spoken to me first. Burn! You're right. I should have. I can tell you anything you need to know about my people. Is it possible you don't know them all as well as you think? Shut up! <laughs> I empathize with you, Dr. Weir. <laughs> she just as leaders, it. we are often forced to make difficult decisions. That I love. I love that she's yeah. But many of my fellow Athosians are not so understanding. I know. But there's nothing I can do about that now. People can suspect my motives for these meetings all they want. But you and I need to agree that we have a problem. I have to do whatever I can to get to the bottom of it. And right now, that means sitting down and talking with every single person here. You should know there is talk of leaving Atlantis. 
Oh, really? I didn't realise I was being so antagonistic. <laughs> She's doing what she needs to do. If that was, oh, if that was Hammond, you'd have no issue with that. I'm pretty sure, though, if like a leader of an alien race was part of your team, you would say, hey, heads up. We're going to have interviews with your people, not just but bypass her completely. That's the double-edged sword for me. Is like She doesn't quite know if she can trust Taylor or not because... She, she doesn't really know her all that well. Like John's the one standing up for Taylor, but I feel like in the back of her mind, Weir is like, oh, it could be her. And that's why she assigns Bates to play bad cop so that she's got an out just in case. Yeah, dodgy. But, Don't like it. Oh, I find that she's, you know, she's playing her card. She's doing the right thing. I, I'm all for it. Sounds bitchy. <laughs> Sounds smart. <laughs> No, I, I actually feel like I was on that. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm always watching a weird scene, waiting for her to piss me off just because of <laughs> <laughs> the way that Brendan looks at it. But I actually, no, I feel the same way uh, as Maddie. Like when she's like, oh, I didn't feel like it was necessary. And I'm like, yeah, because you're looking at her in a different light. Like you're investigating her mm. harder potentially because she's the one actually on the missions. Like obviously the others might catch wind or Taylor might actually tell them some shit, but... Um, they're the ones that need to be interviewed, whereas Taylor's going to be under much more of a of a, a subtle sort of watch. So, yeah, I kind of I kind of like that. Well, I in in the reverse meeting though, when what's what's old mate um, uh, the other bloke, the only other main Athosian, um, and oh, he was Holling. Holling, 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 and when he came up, Harlan. Just like is it Harlan? No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he led like a full posse, and like we're just like walking around, and like I actually found it interesting that like she's the leader of the base, and she's just walking through, and no one's even like looking up from what they're doing to acknowledge her. And I'm like, if obviously she hasn't got the rank of like in the military, but mm. even so, I feel like if Hammond's walking to the base, people are like, holy shit, there's Hammond. Like, mm. oh my God, he's walking to the cafeteria. I thought he had his food taken to him. Like, hey, does he really <laughs> piss? He pissed in a general like toilet. I thought he had his own private <laughs> shit up. Like that sort of thing. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah. where he is just walking through. He has a bed and no one, no one, <laughs> he's no, one, no, one, no one bats an eyelid. He hasn't got enough from that desk in four days. Colonel, pass me that bedpan. <laughs> I really got to pee. Walter. Have you done washing the last one? Um, and then, yeah, uh, hauling um, leads like a massive posse of Athosians and because like, we've come to talk to you. And I'm like, this is getting a little bit threatening, bro. Like, they're all surrounding her. And then, mm. like, they said their piece. They said, we're here, we're here. You've got, was that when I think they said, well, we're here, you've discovered land. We want to go there. We want to leave. You don't trust us. And then they all left and they walked like they kept walking in the same direction rather than went back to where they came from. Oh, they, yeah. It just, it felt natural for them just to keep walking the other way. And I'm like, are you going to get to a point and go, I hope she's gone. Cause we really need to go back the other way. Cause that's where <laughs> our beds are and stuff. I don't know. I just found it really like, like blocking wise. I'm like, why are they walking that way? Like what story wise, where are you going? What, what is down that way? I don't know. But he was pissing me off. Like he just kept coming going, yeah. why don't you trust us? It's like, this should make a lot of sense to you, bro. Like, if some shit was going down in reverse, you would accuse us of doing it because you trust every single one of your people. We yeah. don't know any of you people. And like Brendan said, you stink. So we don't like <laughs> and trust you. And uh, have like, you heard of a shower? Obviously. From, oh. from Weir's point of view, this is the second week in a row that in the middle of, you know, trying to sort something out, <sighs> Hollings rocked up with a group of his posse being like, oh, we're getting, like last week in, for them in 38 minutes when he's like, oh, we want to do a special ritual to say goodbye to mm -hmm. Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, get out of my face. And he's doing it again, like just trying to like get a gang together and be like, you what, what? Yeah. <laughs> how about a banish you to the shitty island that McKay yeah. doesn't know how big it is? <laughs> well, I really... I mean, did you did you jump onto conversion.com at all, Brendan? I, mean, I was 15, thinking about it, but I fifteen finished million watching square the episode. Miles. <laughs> 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 well, well, apparently, I'm glad. I'm hoping... Can you answer... Is there some kind of answer in there like that you can compare it to a country on Earth? Because like that's what Canada. I was hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, well, no. So, so he said... Uh, they said that the land was about 15 million square miles. Um, so it would be in between Africa and Asia. Africa being 12 million square miles and Asia being about 17 million square miles. Okay, nice. so it's a fair size. Jesus. Quite large. This is my favourite line in the, in the show where... Um, Shepherd and Rainbow managed to jump in a in a jumper and bail out the retractable roof. 
strange not pulling any G's. Yeah, kind of miss it. Although at this rate of acceleration, we'd be dead by now. Huh? Oh, yeah. Without inertial dampening, we'd be hit by so many G's, our eyes would pop. Skin would pull away from our faces, our brains would squish up to the back of our skulls, and our internal organs would be crushed into these chairs. What about that sandwich? I don't know why, I just dig that. It's like, oh, yeah. That is so cool. Like, they just yeah. kind of going so fast. I kind of like the um, the lead up scene to that where like he's like um, Rainbow's all excited coming up to Shepard and he's like, oh, you know, I heard you're going to go and you know check out the mainland. And he's like, yeah, no, it's no big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're just going to go fly around an alien planet in a spaceship. No big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. That whole bit was his most O'Neill-like moment where he's yeah. just laying down the threat. He's like, man, I am hungry and please tell me that's got cranberry on it. I almost wanted him to say, oh, you know, your eyes would be crushed and this would happen. Of course, you know all that being part of the yeah. uh, Air Force. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's what well, I was thinking. On, I, for- I forgot who I was talking to and you're a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> well, so I'm told. Yeah. Like even even the right. writers forgot what is what Ford's qualifications are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. I found something interesting that I noticed in this episode that I'm going to try not to spoil anything for Mitch because I don't know if the writers intended this or not. But was this news to you, Mitch, where they said the Atlantis gate is the only gate that can dial back to Earth? Um, I mean, I hadn't heard them say that before, but I, mm. it didn't surprise me like it was like a revelation. I, I sort of did question, I'm like, well, why would that be in a way? But then the scene rolled on and I'm like, eh, what? It, didn't, it, it wasn't like they looked at the camera and told you like it was a big plot twist or anything like that. So... Um, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, I, bring it up. It sounds weird. I, guess, I just yeah. found it interesting because it was very much a throwaway line in the episode, and almost in a way, the first time I watched it, I thought, "Oh, that's because you need like a ZPM, and no one yeah. else is going to have a ZPM connection. It's a, it's a power requirement thing." So I don't know if that's the way it was initially written, but later on in the series, it's they're like, "No, it's like a control crystal. Like there's like a yeah, crystal right. in the DHD that, you know, I mean, that's, it never becomes a big plot point or anything like that. Like the actual crystal itself, they just." They just decide to say, oh, yeah, there's a crystal in the DHD and it means we're the only Stargate that can dial back to Earth. Okay. Well, I suppose the main plot oh. point is that the Wraiths want to go to Earth because there's 7 billion of us at that point. So then they need Atlantis to get to Earth. Yeah. As a Rather gateway. than the Wraith just being able to, say, come up with their own power source or finding their yeah. own ZPM and just dialing Earth, you know, at any gate in the, in the Pegasus galaxy. Yeah. yeah. So I guess it, um, does, it does help make sense and almost then gives us our own version of like in SG one, when, you know, if the ghouls are going to attack earth, it puts the whole planet in peril. Whereas in S- in Atlantis, it's like, well, if it only puts this couple of people, you know, the Atlantis expedition in, in peril, uh, acceptable losses. But the mm. fact that that can then mean, you know, the, the race getting back to earth, earth gives it, you know, that extra, extra layer. Yeah. But I always feel we've got Walter there. He's in charge of the iris. Not too worried. <laughs> We're nah. sweet. <laughs> That's it. I'm trying to think now. We have been to like a we have been to an ancient planet within the Milky Way, though. Yeah, like as part yeah. of the SG One missions. Like obviously, like at the end of season seven when we went to Proclarish Taonas, that was an that was yeah. an ancient outpost. Yeah, we know of opportunity back in the day with the you know the time loop device that was yeah. like that was an yeah. ancient ancient piece that's, of technology that's right I was um, that one, yeah. the, even the, the planet repository of, no, repository of knowledge planets yeah i'm yeah. just i'm just bringing that up i think and this might be a spoiling it for myself sort of thing but i kind of don't care about this particular detail unless you say otherwise if the atlantis gate is the only one that can dial back to the milky way galaxy is the earth gate the only one that can dial then to atlantis and the pegasus galaxy or could theoretically Ooh. any mm-hmm. of them with uh, a fair enough power source. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking if, if, you're, if you're doing that, Ooh, you're yeah. a great I'd say, I'd say definitely. I don't know that it's not. ever been addressed. Yeah, I'd say okay. definitely not because when Atlantis was created, the Antarctic gate was the earth gate and that's since yeah, been yeah, yeah. And yeah, Ra bought exactly. this gate. So in fact, you know, that uh, obviously the Ra gate that Ra brought to earth, can access Atlantis, so I'd say any any anything anyone can yeah, go to Atlantis, cool. but not the other way yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, I feel. Yeah, uh, and I yeah, guess I find well, the whole is, control crystal idea is really well. stupid because the fact that um, Stargate Universe 
has a complete has is a power requirement as well. They kind of mm. have ruined Atlantis in a way. Yeah, right. Yeah, but there is also that, and again, I don't want to spoil it, but there is that whole thing um, in universe it, where the address is very important and stuff like that, and it sort of ties back to Earth as well. So that kind of buys it back for me a little bit. Yeah, but they didn't die from Earth. Yeah, but that's what I'm... Oh, okay. But they, but they had to use the Earth for <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I think that's, that's how they do it. I think it was just the Chevron was the main thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have used that symbol to finish off the address. That's weird. Yeah, I think. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's a huge mistake on their part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there, there are plenty of mistakes in universe. I mean, I've on. only seen it once, so I can't yeah. confirm or deny that. Speaking of mistakes, uh, there was a pretty big one in this episode made by uh, old Mario as a party. The way the gate room is lit, when Taylor has to like drag the um, unconscious forward back through the gate, like from the other planet, you see their, because they're not stepping really, like the actors aren't stepping through a puddle or anything, you can see their shadows on the ground before no, they actually come no. through the event horizon because of the way that they sort of double lit the gate. Yeah, you kind of see their shadows come through before they do. Whoops. Whoopsie. Now, I actually started thinking ahead to universe. And I know very little about it, but uh, I was going to ask a question. But what I'm do like, you know oh, about it? Just just out of interest mm. i okay this is going to sound completely dumb but i don't know anything so that's fine i'm uh, that they that they like gate to a they gate to a ship or at least a gate is on a ship but then they have no point of origins there's no way of them getting home they're basically lost on a ship somewhere out in the cosmos somewhere or something like that i don't oh, know just yeah. a part of the galaxy on this ship this living ship oh, no, that was <laughs> different show <laughs> yes that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Okay. No, yeah. this is uh, it in a nutshell. <laughs> Help, I'm stuck in a giant nutshell. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> side note, I thought it was very on brand. Uh, the other day it was Brennan's birthday a couple of days ago. And I flicked on the telly and like Go was playing Austin Powers on the night of Brennan's birthday. <laughs> oh, like, nice. Jesus, the stars of a line. <laughs> I don't watch free to air, unfortunately. <laughs> well, fortunately. No, think. I've just been nobody does. For, um, <laughs> Chef and uh, Lego Masters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. My kids like they get so upset when they see ads. We're watching something and ads come in. Like, why'd you turn it off? I'm like, Dude, <laughs> my kids Shut don't. This is what my happens. kids don't know the concept of ads <laughs> or like free to air TV. It's like no, it's live. Like you know, yeah, but just rewind it. Yeah. Hey, pause it. Uh, like yeah. they have no concept. Yeah, no. wow. That's I'm, what I loved about my DVR is I could do that. I could I could pause live TV and rewind it and then record yeah. it and fast forward through ads later on and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's a PlayStation Play, but I don't I don't use it. Oh yeah. Might be equi- be the equivalent for us when we open up a YouTube video and you get an ad that you can't skip and you're like, What oh. is this insanity? You mean well, I have to annoying- sit here for fifteen whole seconds? And then- the thing they're doing now where it's like two ads. It's like two five-second yes. ads or two ten-second ads. And I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> yeah. Well, on the PC, if you, if you can get an ad blocker. So I got rid of the ones on the PC, uh, but the ones on the phone, you can't do. Well, I mean, if you sign up for that YouTube Red or whatever, you can... Um, yeah, great that. people. Ah. Great people at ad blocker. Like, uh, like Reset. Show. Many an episode ago, once once you got over the confusion that it wasn't Red Tube and it was YouTube Red, there's no point looking into it any further. <laughs> point. <laughs> if you're going to pick one, um, can yeah. you? This again, uh, this might be something I should already know, or something that I'm going to find out. But as the first time viewer of Atlantis, I can only ask what's in front of me. Mm. We've got the the rate that we've met before, uh, like the queen. And in this episode, you get the main guy that they hold captive in the, uh, in the, like the energy jail and stuff who look like dark elves, basically, you know, the long yeah. white hair, the white skin with the big fangs and all that sort of shit. But then you've got like the foot soldiers who uh-huh. are like big bulky wrestler looking blokes. Yeah. And they have faces. the hair, but they have like, they look, yeah, look like they look like brains or something. But the scab face is a good way to say it. So, are, are the scab things? Are they masks that they wear for protection, or is that what those people actually look like? 
I believe it's a mask only because I think in a later episode somewhere you do see like a new one being born and the yeah. mask going on. But it's, it's almost as if like, they, it's almost like a Bane mask. Like they can't live without it. Right. It's never explicitly said, but that's kind of the vibe I got. They're like, they were struggling to breathe or something. And then they put the mask on and they're like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just weird because like you see the elf looking one or the queen and like while they're obviously they're humanoid you know they're getting around they got two arms two legs and they're dressed in like long cloaks and shit and long hair they still look alien enough like that but then you get the foot soldier blokes the scab faces and they've got the scab faces but otherwise they don't even look like their arms are painted a paler color and they mm. just look like blokes human guys <laughs> wearing a weird mask and so it doesn't they don't even look like they're from the same species to me i just found that like i almost couldn't buy into that action scene because i was too busy trying to work out do these guys look like this or are they they have to wear these is this what you wear when you're not part of like a royal family or some shit yeah. i don't know i was just asking weird questions but i also wasn't sure whether we had that asked or explained to us they before, never so. explicitly sort of get into it but it is yeah because kind of, they kind of the one thing they kind of do as well is like we act spoiler alert we meet you know multiple queens mm. but they're all played by the same actress so it's kind oh, of like right it's kind of like this, the, 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 the race only have so much genetic diversity. So like that, that Lieutenant race as well, the one that we took captive at the end of the episode, we meet many of them mm. all played by the same actor. Oh, cool. But it's, but they're like their facial tattoo will change and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But the idea being that, yeah, there's a, it's, they're just drones. Like they're just, you know, yeah. Right. Okay. Like it'd be the equivalent of like, if we had just saw like, you know, five ants in front of us, they'd all look identical, you know, it's yeah. that, it's yeah, that, you got to be so careful kind of to be racist. <laughs> Casual racism. <laughs> Someone out there will get offended at the fact that yeah. we said all ants look the same. Um, <laughs> the thing that I thought was weird with the wraith, though, is it seems really dumb to have a self-destruct in the middle of your chest. Yeah. Like, did, can, can, <laughs> like if, I, if I punch a wraith in the chest, is he going to explode? Oh, or? yeah, like a putty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Literally, like, <laughs> season two of Power Rangers... <laughs> Rita's putties go away and Zed's putties come in at the exact mm. same thing. They've just got a vest on with a Z on it yeah. and they figure out if they punch them hard enough in the Z, they explode. Yeah. But I would like, have said Zed. Zed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Is it, is it castle or castle? Well, it's castle. I'm not from the north of England. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I'm wondering if maybe like they have to activate it. Like maybe there's something in their hand or wrist that activates yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah, you could just like punch them in the You're chest. Punching your mic. Well, that's actually good to know about the queen. Like I'm not, I'm not at all worried about that being like a spoiler thing. Because like for me, she was... Well, like I said, I think after pilot, it was a little bit sort of cliche alien. Like she's getting around just talking like this and like breathing and slurring and like drooling almost. She was almost too much fun to lose after only one episode. So that's yeah. kind of cool that they are able to bring her back and explain it away with the you know physiology of, of And that I think species. it's also a money-saving factor as well. It's like, well, they already have a mould of their face. So they yeah. can just yeah. like mass-produce the prosthetics, yeah. paint them different. And they with the queen, they like just, you know, give her a different coloured wig. Yeah, you know, right. Give her a okay. Different outfit, and she's and she's a different character. So yeah. I think later on they do end up replacing those actors because Robert C. Cooper's a cunt and he likes to fire people. <laughs> um, I didn't say that. For the first... like, Bre Brendan, Brendan, you sound different, Brendan. <laughs> Throwing my voice. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm the executive producer now, so you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Donald Trump. And ironically, when Brad <laughs> leaves the would. show at the end of season three, the whole show goes to shit. He would. He's oh. injecting himself right now with a, with a bit of Pino clean. Just, oh, <laughs> oh, get it into me. Um, That's how he gets that orange look. <laughs> you know what I love the most is that even though um, later, uh, they capture that wraith, the wraith is so menacing. Like, Shepard has him in a jail and with a force field. And even though he tries to lunge at him, Shepard still kind of jumps. Yeah, I actually kind of so like that. Yeah, Cool. They're so yeah. cool, man. They're like... They're the coolest bad guys in Stargate. And I honestly, in all of um, science fiction fandom, they really are underrated. They're definitely underrated, I think. I think they're a really, really good villain. Yeah, it's so cool. That's why yeah. like, it's a shame that Atlantis is gone because, you know, 
I hope they, if they bring back Stargate, they bring back the race. Yeah, yeah. that will be good. Well, yeah, like as we spoke about in the past, there was no real resolution to to Atlantis. Like they were supposed to get a movie. Oh, didn't like... you didn't you read the comic, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did not. Obviously not. Obviously, um, we didn't. But yeah, like you know, when Mitch and Very I got to, uh, when Mitch and I got to interview Joe Flanagan a couple of years ago, um, he spoke about how Hang like on, you what know, you met him. Shut up! How come you haven't told me that? <laughs> Um, <laughs> people listening who don't know Brandon, uh, yeah, you know, he spoke to us about the fact that Atlantis was supposed to get a movie like Ark of Truth and, and Continuum, but that's when kind of MGM went bust and, and it never happened. And it's it's been through all the media and stuff like that. Like if you look it up, you know, a few years ago, Joe tried to buy it to get it made. Like you know, Joe was trying yeah. to raise the money that, but. Just oh, been so cool. Is it, is I, think, actually, I think it was yeah. called like Stargate Atlantis. I think it was called Extinction or something like that. Was was going to be the name of it? Mm. Yeah, I think I've, I've heard read, that. I've read a part of the. Well, actually, Joe Malozzi released part of the script for it. Oh, and, that's right. It was amazing. I'm not going to run for Mitch's sake, but yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know which characters like you know last the test of time, but imagine them going to make it. And it's like, okay, here's here's what it's going to cost to make this movie. And here's what it's going to cost to make this movie and bring back Jason Momoa to reprise the role. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, just add another couple of zeros under that bad boy. You're not bringing yeah. back Aquaman for jump change. Oh, I mean, the, the, the most expensive one's obviously going to be Rainbow Sun Franks, you know? Yeah, great yeah. call. Just, great call. You know, just trying to <laughs> logistically, just, you know, around all his other work. Just um, Speaking just of which, him. this was actually one of my favourite lines of the show. You know, we still haven't named the planet yet. Well, I'm sure mm-hmm. you should have a name for it. How about Atlantica? Something like that. I thought we agreed you weren't going to be on the show anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had that bit of fun there. <laughs> <laughs> he's so proud of him. He always, he's a bit like Joey from Friends. Like, when I thought Atlantica, yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's great. I mean, I Except already Joey was it. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not really comparing the two. Obviously. <laughs> imagine if when Atlantis ended, Rainbow got his own version of like you know how Joey got the spin-off. Oh my and god! Imagine yeah. if they did like a Rainbow Sun Frank spin-off, like a Lieutenant Ford yeah. spin-off. Stargate Rainbow. Yeah. Oh, Mitch, something to look out for for you too is this is the first episode we get to see Taylor in a stick fight. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. dude, yeah. This is the emancipation for Taylor. <laughs> Carter, eat your heart out, man. That was yeah. a stick fight for the ages. Yeah, they only like get better. The high shot, and you saw it. It's like, I mean, she was doing a lot of turning for no real reason. There's a lot of herography there as well. Oh, it's yeah. Just for this, so the stunt woman could be in it more than yeah. <laughs> more than Rachel. Actually, I, I thought that was an interesting, like lead up to that scene when they realized that it was the the necklace and obviously like they're at war with these people you know but i feel like with sg1 when from the episode one really they're at war with the with the ghoul they weren't going out to fight the ghoul they were just going out to explore uh and if they came across them it's like well let's kill them obviously before they kill us with this they've obviously been exploring they've been on nine or ten missions now and the race keeps showing up but at, when they figure out the necklace is there it's like let's use this against them let's like ambush these motherfuckers and slaughter them in a circle like that's the they laid a trap and if they would have done exactly what they wanted to do which i guess they did because they, they managed to capture a guy and murder everybody else i'm like this seems like the most <laughs> bloodthirsty sg1 anything i've seen so far where they just their plan that mission was to kill everyone that came across them not not defend yourself and kill them if you have to you haven't got a license to kill this is go out there and murder these people and like they're pricks don't get me wrong like kill them all but it was like that's that was the intent of like wasting that power of of the zzpm to go out there into another planet and find these people just to kill them all and and, uh and take a prisoner of war so yeah it's kind of i think there's a little more leniency in atlantis because they don't look so human like yeah yeah, yeah, you know because especially the scab faces it's like well they may as well be bloody robots for the amount of those that we take out yeah Mm. as opposed to what we spoke about in the past where it's like there's been scenes where you know, SG-1's just been wading through a sea of dead Jafar. Yeah. And they've kind of just got to, like, cheat the camera away from it yes. so you don't realise. Yeah, just how bad just it is, yeah. Well, I was watching some Clone Wars the other day and I thought, I just I keep asking, like, why do the Separatists 
use droids. All they do is bitch about how ridiculously useless these droids are. You only ever see as a viewer, these droids are useless. They can't really think for themselves to an advantage, to a benefit of the, of the, of the people that they're fighting for. But I'm like, other than keeping it PG for Star Wars, um, for the audience to be actually make a war, space war film where there's that much fighting and killing going on and not wanting to have a big body count, is there any other in-story reason that the bad guys use droids? And I don't think there would be. I think that was, if you didn't have the droids, you just have a bunch of clones murdering a bunch of other soldiers and there'd be so much death and it'd be like, oh, we can't do this. Like we have to raise the rating a little bit with how much killing there is going on. So probably is like that with the Wraith. It's like, yeah, like paint them differently, make them look a little bit funny in the face. And we don't, oh, we don't feel it as much as they die, you know, like same as like, I think about it, even Avengers infinity war, when they're just like straight up killing that, uh, that army, like war machine, just like rocket launches down there and they're decapitating people and like, and all the Avengers is like flat out just like killing hundreds yeah. or if not thousands Scarlet, of their Scarlet enemies. Witch putting how many people through like those tractor wheels? Like yes. just the shredders? Just like if they all looked like humans, you'd never let that fly. That wouldn't be allowed. Yeah. Imagine like, they were all somebody... Hydra agents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. But it's like you make people look different and like, you know, Brent Lafayette's like, you can be racist. Like this is speciesist. It's like make them look different and it's fine if they die. Like yeah. it's like, and it's and cool. Like, right? um, you know, in 50 years, they'll cancel Star Wars because all the robots will be too woke. Yeah. Be like, I can't believe you killed all these droids. If only we would have known in 2002. <laughs> oh. That's okay. The, the real test, the real test is like, if a bunch of people die and Yoda doesn't grab his chest and be like, oh, oh I felt that. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Mm. Oh, know. Roger, Roger. Oh, he was my favorite droid. Oh, no. Yeah. Like Obi Wan felt it when Alderaan was destroyed, you know. Yoda, yep. you know, it's you know, if if a Jedi doesn't feel the death, it doesn't count. Yeah, good call. Yeah. yeah. Then again, what six or seven planets were blown up in Force Awakens minutes before Han Solo was killed by his own son, and Luke's still like, nah, not leaving this planet. Nope. Yes. You, That's you how shit. Air that quotes. Well, you actually, say, you call him Luke. Sorry, he closed himself off to the force. That's fine. Didn't, Leia, didn't Leia feel it though? Oh yeah, she she toppled over. Yeah, she nearly broke a desk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad it. you said desk. <laughs> Speaking of desks, I think Atlantis, the expedition, must have brought some desks with them because <laughs> that big triangular desk that you know we was doing her interviews on, that's like a, a Stargate command desk. Like that one we had, mm. we used back in season three when we had like Cronus and Neity and you came in um, Fair Game. Yeah, need to reuse and then the it was, prop. And then it was also in one of the um, one of the flashback episodes. Like, was it inauguration or the other one from season six? What was it called? Um, disclosure. It's one of those. They had like the triangular table, so they've, they've taken that and moved it into the boardroom in. Um, in Atlantis. Cause remember in the first episode in Atlantis, there was that weird like U shaped desk with the spiky things on the front of them. And they've obviously just gotten rid of that and thrown mm. this triangle table in. I wonder how much like preparation they had to put in with all the shit they had to bring when they're potentially mm. not getting back. <laughs> like, did they yeah. do well, they through? didn't know did how big like it a... would be either. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like could have just been an outpost. How many contingencies do they go? It's like, okay, we're going to with 38 minutes. Now we're going to open this like blast door. And you've got to get everything and everybody through in 38 minutes that you need. And this is when you can take heaps of shit. Okay. Now mm. we're going to do it when you've got to be minimalist for the next couple of years. Yeah. Like, because otherwise, yeah, it's like 38 minutes. There's one guy that's like, he's just like dumped his girlfriend. He's just like sold his dog to someone. He's just spent all of his money on the casino and lost all his shit. And he's like right at the back of the line. And then like the did, did it, did it, 38 minutes. Just the wormhole closes. And he's like, Oh god damn it! Like yeah. he just becomes a drunk, and, and like, then obviously over. goes and gets his dog back, but forgets about the girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, let's move on, mate. Chevrolet yeah. eight will be fine. He's already It'll said goodbye. Why yeah. bother? <laughs> do you reckon the expedition? The again? <laughs> do you reckon the expedition was like, oh, are we going to need to bring portaloos, or do we just dig our own latrines and they get to yeah, Atlantis yeah. and they can't dig because it's a city <laughs> and you there's know? no toilets? Mm. They've just been shitting in a transporter. <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to haven't the we, other side of the yeah. city. Haven't we got two puddle jumpers? We can, no, no, the other one's... Uh, <laughs> no. 
You would just dial the gate and take a dump through it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this, yeah. We, we did get an email um, a little while back and someone made a great, great point is they, they, they thought about, you know how from like the, the Shannon SG1 where you could, they had that thing that like lifted up the gate and turned it sideways and then the harvesters were pouring all the stuff through? Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, well, you could do that in the SGC with that big silo. Why, why isn't all the plumbing to there? So like that <laughs> silo just slowly oh, filling damn. up with the base of shit. And then, you know, when you want to piss a poffice or an Ubers off, you just flip it that way and just empty your entire basically <laughs> septic tank through the Stargate. I mean, that's genius. I want to see, I want to hear Baal respond to that. Cause like, you know, we were joking the other week that like, He's like, you disrespect me. He's like, he goes, to, he doesn't listen, you know, because like, he's like, sorry, I was having a nap. It's like, he's worried about like O'Neill not taking him seriously. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we'll send through Carter soon. Don't worry. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this soon. Okay. We'll expect your call. And so like the gate opens on Bile's planet and just like a mountain of shit just like comes yeah. through. <laughs> just coats his first prime. Yeah. In the, entire, the entire diameter of the, of the, of the, event horizon just <laughs> yeah just a funnel of poo yeah. yeah like family guy when they're all spewing in the living room it's just yeah one guy gets sent the other side of the room like old mate in um in scary movie like hitting the <laughs> ceiling <laughs> except uh nowhere near as fun no um. <laughs> uh, i think that's everything i've got other than the fact i was just gonna ask you to speculate on um the fact that we've got a race to prison now but aside from that Mm. Ain't really got anything. Yeah, it's pretty um, compared to how boring the rest of the episode is. That's pretty amazing. Like that at the end of this episode, we have a wraith in the base. Like mm. I hope to God these Naquita generators hold up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because the, the, the force field, the force field in place. God damn. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I wonder what level of power it is compared to like the Iris force field. Given that, like in the first episode, McKay's like. Using power, using power, using power. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. I wonder if there's just one sole Nakwita generator just for the brig. Yeah, you'd hope so. <laughs> and they yeah, got- haven't done any um, medical treatment for the guy. Because mm. didn't Shepard say something like, "How's the the bullet wound hurt more, or the fact that you're hung- so hungry you can't feed?" Well, yeah, I think they hide the- behind the idea of the fact that you know in the in the first episode, like when when um, Oh God, what's Beckett when he's off, when he's like dissecting the hand that they got. And he's like, Oh, I don't think anything's going, something like this could ever live. You know, They're very mm. resilient, very resilient. I don't see something like this dying of natural causes. Yeah. Great accent. Um, so yeah, I guess the, the, the subtext for me was like, Oh, he'll like, he'll heal his own bullet wound, but he needs to feed to do that. Yeah. Mm. Or will he, will he heal himself and then starve or mm. you know, be hungry? I wonder if he can go to sleep in there, like hibernate. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Do the wraith sleep, or do they need those little hibernation chambers to sleep? Yeah, good call. Mm. I did like that as a, <laughs> <laughs> as a threat, though. Like the idea that obviously you could use it against any species. Like, oh, we're not going to feed you, but the fact that these guys are just so hunger driven that it's like, oh, you're in there, but oh, geez, I mean, is that going to be the worst thing or is the hunger? I mean, I wish I could help, but you don't like anything that we have to eat. So yeah. anyway, I'll be, be funny if they now. just gave him a plate of meat and two veg and he's just sitting there trying to, <laughs> he's trying to palm it with his hand. <laughs> Why won't this work? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be brilliant. Do you reckon they could feed on like lower animals? Do you reckon like, a wraith could just like pick up a chicken and just. Yeah, I reckon they probably need something more like a beast of burden. Yeah. Like, like is is it is a, a cow chicken or something? Going to be the equivalent of like us seeing an M M&M? and M? Like, is that all it's gonna? All yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it will be. Even if or a chicken nugget, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I always wondered that. Like, if you give them a cow or a horse, are they just as satisfied? Obviously, they are humanoid, mm. and we'll find out why later. But. They and obviously... cows like you know three or four people like you know, yeah you think they'd and... be happy with that mm. i guess that they just consider us to be beasts of burden anyway yeah the same thing you might as well have something that you enjoy mm. that gives you the most time better yeah how how old do cows live 
don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the amount of time. Yeah, that's a good point. So what, I know that they, they, I know that they, they love. I reckon they love have the taste of humans. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you reckon they like they would feed on kids though, or be like, nah, not worth it? Yeah, I reckon that. I reckon that's that's my point. Is like they would be like, I only get ten years out of it. Eighteen yeah. to twenty-two years for cattle. So it's like cheese. Well, you want like the the vintage cheddar. Yeah. You want something that's been you know sitting around for a while. Yeah, the twelve-year-old scotch. <laughs> wow, what does that say about the two of us when I go to cheese? <laughs> Is that on brand or what? Yeah, age to perfection. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point because chickens are only like five years. Yeah, even less. I mean, yeah, I had the I got the mistake of going to like one of those Steggles farms uh, when I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. And what you don't realize is like that's you know, way less. <laughs> way less than five. Yeah, those guys are. F- when I was twelve or thirteen, yeah, and it's like you get there and they're full size chickens. But because of all the hormones and stuff that they're injecting them, they still have like the yellow baby feathers. Like, oh, that's not, so gross. They're not full grown chickens. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, veal, I'm like, if only you knew about chickens. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But we don't care about chickens. They're not big enough to care about. They're too delicious. <laughs> We're so weird as a species. Like, oh my God, you can't shoot a cow in the face. But the thing is, like, how many ants did you kill when you were seven? Mm, like, yeah. seriously, many- I am the. Flies do you still still kill? Like yeah. I killed two flies in my kitchen before yeah. this podcast. They were in the wall, and I like get a tea towel and just yeah. like whip them, you know, like yeah. up against the wall. Sure. And I don't feel anything out of that. I'm the cause like, of like, several pins. ant genocides. I know it. I'm yeah. the ant. I'm the ant glass. Yeah. I made if you're like- a cockroach in this house. <laughs> I will take great pleasure in not even killing you. Sometimes, like I'll maim you eighty percent dead, and then <laughs> flush you down the toilet. So it's like while you're dying from your wounds. <laughs> Where literally half your body's falling apart, <laughs> you will drown. And sometimes in human piss. Like Ivan flushed that and I see you and I'm like, nah, you're getting the worst death imaginable. Like, uh, why? And the funny thing is I actually go back, Brennan, to like, yeah, yeah. to like a teacher we had uh, at high school, Brennan, no, P. Eddie, uh, Mr. Edwards, uh, uh, Matthew, oh, one, of great his name. one of the great teachers, old P. Eddie, and he... Um, and and someone like killed a fly or a mozzie or something in the in the bus. And he's like, Don't do that. They're going out of their way to kill this bug. And he's like, Don't do that. And they're like, why? And he goes, It's just, it's great. he's got as much right to live as we do. Why would you kill it? Like it's not hurting you. Like why? And they're like, Oh, because it it'll you know, it's annoying or something. And he's like, it was such a small thing, like such a like a small little insect, and it wasn't doing anything. And he made that point. I, I think about that moment all the time. I don't even know. I mean, I do like, I'll kill a mozzie, you know, I'll, I'll kill a fly, I'll kill a cockroach or whatever. And a spider, like a spider's near my kids. Obviously, I'm going to get that spider. I don't know whether it's deadly or not. We live in Australia. Everything will kill you. Yeah, um, for sure. And I'm like, <laughs> I, keep, I keep having his voice. I'm back in that bus in like grade 11 or 12, hearing Mr. Edwards going, that is a creature. It was born. What gives you the right to take its life away? And yet, I'm, I might think about that while I'm cooking chicken in a pan um, for lunch <laughs> and it. looking forward to my steak tonight. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, I've I'm, I'm, I'm grown up wanting to be a bloody, you know, red meat eating, you know, drinking Aussie bloke, blah. But like, I keep thinking, I'm like, maybe all this bullshit in my head where I'm like, I'm trying to do the best to save the planet, blah, blah, blah. I should just be like going into a veggie or a vegan diet where I'm not hurting or using animals for sustenance all that sort of stuff like there's so much merit in that but you know then you turn that into a sci-fi villain i'm like yeah yeah no these guys are pricks but i'm like that's what i'm kind of doing yeah. but to a lesser extent it's really you know all vegetarians yeah. are doing are eating our food's food so they're making our food starve yeah. <laughs> no i always used to, whenever i think about becoming a vegetarian i always think like what if plants and trees are more sentient than we are and mm, they, mm. they just can't Ooh. we just can't tell yeah. There's also you know that I mean? freaky There's thing. There's no reason why we can't because we share 99% of the DNA with every living thing. So yeah. Why, why can't they be sentient? Yeah, and I think they do. Well, are amazing. That, like we get our air from that, you know, like that's mm. where we go. I mean, it's yeah. not as sim- simple as that, but like, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship on the planet. I'm like, who's not to say that those things aren't like in friggin' Avatar or something where everything in the world is all part of this one being that we've all got to like live with and be with and mm. yeah plus you're uh, eating the things that provide you oxygen so it's like oh, well. well 
There's, there's yeah. And then the weird way we've been conditioned to be like, you know, pigs, well, unless you're Jewish, I guess, but pigs, awesome. Ham, bacon, sausage, pork, whatever. But dogs. Yeah, right, nah. Lisa. It yeah. all comes from one magic animal. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, oh, no, you, you can't eat a dog. You can't yeah. eat a dog. That's dumb. Yeah. But pigs, yeah. fine. Well, that's the thing with all this, with all the corona going on. They're saying, you know, did it start in a wet market in Wuhan? And it's like, oh, those guys eat crazy food. It's like we're judging them because they'll eat a dog. Yet mm. you go to like India and cows are sacred. And I'm like, I will eat the shit out of the cow. Like I love yeah. eating cow. They're delicious. I'm like I'll eat one part of the cow while I serve another part of the cow to my kids. You know, like <laughs> we're eating cows that we we don't like. They're they're red meat to us. We're in a different country. They're sacred. And dogs, so I have two dogs in my house. Like they're the most beautiful creatures in the world. We're somewhere else in the world. They're livestock. They're not pets. Good eating. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's that the, would freak me out. There's a comedian that tells a joke much better than I'll retell it now, but it's basically like the most like disgusting, horrible thing you can ever do is like, make and make like a chicken cheese omelet because it's like you're serving a dead animal in potentially it's young yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you put chicken in an in an anything egg it's like you're a monster yeah <laughs> i always think about that like if an alien came to earth and saw me cooking a barbecue frying an egg having a pork sausage and a steak i'm like he's like what kind of sick and or a veal or something <laughs> he's like i want a baby cow and a pork and it, like a a bit yeah. of pig and also Birds the offspring of a young. chicken. You yeah. sick f- What kind of weird I'm, are you? you can't I'm, just eating, I'm eating this, uh, this bird's like, <laughs> uh, like um, ovums. Like yeah. just like unfertilized eggs. Disgusting. Egg. You're disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But we're like, yeah, you know, you know. Variety is the spice of life, so they say. <laughs> it's delicious, though. <laughs> and before I ate that cow, I made sure that I drank a lot of its milk this morning. So it's yeah. like it served me, and I rewarded yeah. it by killing it and eating it. Yeah, um, we, we we took the food of its young to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah. we killed the yeah. we killed the male calf, so it would lactate, and then we ate it, mm. and then gave the milk to our children. Yeah. And so the cycle continues. <laughs> there's your elton john there we go terrible so anyway race bad it's bad yeah race bad (laughs) yeah not much different to us eating three different types of animals (laughs) in one meal (laughs) all right well that is episode 161 of get in the gate suspicion episode five of season one of atlantis next week we are back in the Milky Way to talk some SG One Avatar. Oh, nice! Avatar. A oh, what? that's a great. I, mean, I was, I was just is, talking this about is before that. James Cameron copied it. Mm, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Avatar. Cool. Well, Pretty. I have no idea what that's about. So, uh, looking. Oh, you're in for a treat, one. buddy. Um, am I? What kind of treat? Not an icon treat, I hope. No, oh God, no, it's a, it's a Tilk episode, mate. It's a Tilk yeah. episode. You're this good. is actually oh, after these two really slow episodes. It's good, mm. good to have something yeah. meaty. You might want to go and play mm. some Goldeneye if you can too. That'll be <laughs> yeah. a little hint for you. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, hang on. I might be starting to have memories of uh, <laughs> of this episode. Oh shit, yeah. I'm actually very excited about this now, and Ooh. I don't even know that I'm right. All right, we'll be back next week to uh, to talk some more Stargate with Avatar. In the meantime, you can check out all of our old episodes on your favorite podcasting outlet. Just search Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast, and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit us up on the socials: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get Into Gate, a Stargate podcast, or drop us a uh, something into the hairy mailbag. Get in the gate at gmail.com. And if you want to be above suspicion, <laughs> join our Patreon. Mm. Good man. Yeah, Good just man. like massive shout out to our newest patron, uh, Stephen Wolf, which I don't think is his real name. Oh, the Wolfmeister. I, I feel like it's it's his pseudonym. Oh, but, that's fine. You know, I don't want to judge. I'm not going to judge. It's like fresh. Was it fresh horse or fresh, something like that? Fresh horse. Fresh horse. Yeah. Fresh horse. I mean, Love you it. say that Stephen Wolf might not be the wrong name. I'm thinking of the uh, the guy that created Law and Order, Dick Wolf. And I'm like, oh, really? God, yeah. Is that a real name? That's an excellent name. <laughs> like, <laughs> an excellent name. Like, if aliens come down, it's like, yeah. let's be introduced to someone. It's like, give him Dick Wolf. Yeah. Like, and just he's got a lot of bases covered. His social security <laughs> would be Wolf, comma, Dick. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> he comes up Wolf Dick. 
Wolf dick. Like on all the official stuff. Like yeah. his, his license probably say wolf comma dick. Yeah. yeah, he's best made with so. max power. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Wrap <laughs> yourself in and feel the cheese. Dude, we have a problem one. called Dick Wolf. We need <laughs> Dick Wolf. What? Don- Donald we Trump's need- got a Dick Wolf button <laughs> on, his, on his oval office desk. Get me Dick Wolf. Great people. That's the sound the button makes. <laughs> Great name, Dick. Greatest Dick, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe me, nobody knows believe dicks me, more I than know. I do. Okay, nobody knows dicks like I do. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, we'll be back next week. Talk more. Snuggie, catch you there. Stay safe. Get into geek. <laughs> believe me, nobody knows dicks better than I do. <laughs> Brilliant. And you know he wouldn't be able to help himself but say that. No, nah, wouldn't be able to. <laughs> Uh, Mr. President, Mr. Just before he goes, like to a press conference, Mr. President, Mr. President, um, someone just told me they suck dick better than you. I go, oh, what? And he goes, first of all, before we get into coronavirus, I just want to state nobody sucks dick better than me. Believe me, I've had plenty of guys. Plenty of guys give me great, great feedback. Great feedback. Okay, just that's my wife. She's terrible. terrible That's when he brings out his. That's when he brings out his little hands i've sucked them this big i've sucked them this big this big this big okay all, great. all kinds great. of sizes this wide this <laughs> diameter okay this diameter and this diameter. don't think i'm a spitter i'm a swallower i go all the way okay <laughs> that's why i'm big in china okay